on, Mike. <laughs> you played that. You played. Uh, what'd you play? Scarlet Begonias the other day. Yes, from the exact <coughs> same album. Same album. I know everybody's thinking, "What are you guys doing? Same, same album, same band." Yeah, you know what? I, I decided I went down. I, I Scarlet Begonias was in my head, so then I went to the album and I ended up playing the whole album and I listened to it. You know yeah. what I decided? Yo, this podcast, this episode's coming out on uh, Saturday. It's April first. 420 is in April. You know what? Fuck it. April is now officially Sublime Appreciation Month <laughs> on the Dude <laughs> Bay podcast. I thought you were going to go with weed appreciation, but yeah, I'll do a little. No, no, no. April's going to be Sublime Appreciation. All you f- the f***s get a month, the blacks get a month, the Asians <laughs> get a month, the women get a month. Well, we're going to give Sublime a month. You know, we're just giving everybody a month. We're going to give Sublime a whole month. Fuck it. <laughs> because we don't like Sublime with Rome, so we'll just listen to the original real stuff. Exactly. I we're going like to give it. you guys a whole month, because that's what I smoked most of my weed to. So. <laughs> I uh, I think that's a great idea. I'm all in. I'll, uh, I could dig up classic Sublime all this entire uh, April coming here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I love absolutely. it, dude, because it's, man, I went down to such a rabbit hole of so many songs that are like, and then the live performances. The live man. is my favorite album, actually. It's so fun to listen to uh, once in a great while. Uh, yeah, the acoustic one. That's right, man. And then he, they have got a couple live ones I know of where, I mean, I'm going to say this, borderline not listenable. <laughs> Some of the songs, yeah. Inaudible, if you will. Uh, but it's kind of just fun to hear the way, you know, people just partying in the late 80s, right? You know what, the, you know what it was? was like That was the, one of the last, I don't know if it was the last, but it was like one of the, yeah, it was one of the last bands where like, dude, their songs, like I didn't know the guy he was singing it about, but I had a friend just like that. <laughs> Does that right. make sense? Like it was kind of like he was singing songs about guys in his group, you know? Dude, all uh, yeah, man. I, you know, I I loved the uh, Sublime growing up, dude. I was all about it. I think uh, our generation that was kind of, you know, we lucked out because we got the uh, the '90s rock scene, and then we were able to uh, freely and openly listen to you know hip hop uh, without being um, you know ridiculed. And uh, pop music was actually also kind of fun still in the '90s. Uh, it, remember we had Destiny's Child before Beyonce was in the uh, Illuminati. Oh yeah, so, way better than Beyonce. <laughs> so th- <laughs> those were the times, man. Uh, but I dig it. Yeah, Sublime April. All right, I like it. You know, here in Denver, we are having our first 420 fest in like two years or three years. I think they had it canceled, even maybe before the pandemic. And uh, they have uh, they released like a lineup of of uh fellas who are performing <laughs> at this uh at the 420 festival here in Denver which I kind of want to check out but uh you know I-, I thought like oh what band is playing or what bands right like oh maybe Sublime with Rome right or uh <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers or I don't know whatever like kind of bands of the game they got Rick Ross who I uh I'm not too familiar apparently he's a hip hop uh Classic man, uh, Fivio Foreign. He's another uh, hip hop guy. I'm not too familiar. They they have Waka Flocka Flame performing as well. I, I believe he's a hip hop fella. And then Excuse they, me. They have uh, uh, and I'm not. I may be mispronouncing this one. Uh, Kash or Kash P 
Page, uh, K-A-A-S-H, Page. Uh, she seems lovely. I get the uh, hip-hop vibe from her as well. The Alchemist. I'm not too familiar. I can only assume he's some sort of DJ fella. Mm. And then uh, I think that's all. That's the music they have going on. At 420. The 420 Dude. Fest. Dude. In Denver. You... No jam so... bands, man. Like, you don't have, like, a Grateful Dead cover band, like, playing the bar on the side? Nothing? Are you fucking me kidding me? Here. It's a fucking 420, dude. Give me some dude noodling on a guitar for 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, Keller dude. Williams? Come on. It's <laughs> a bunch of dude. hip-hop dudes and a DJ. What the fuck? All right. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you just you just piqued my interest, so I, I, <laughs> I, did, a, I did a quick little, because uh, all the, all the uh, news is about Lollapalooza coming. Oh, I, I'm a big fan of the Lollapalooza. And I was like, oh, you know, Frank's got me a little curious. Let me see who's playing uh, Lollapalooza here. We got Afrojack. Nice. Joey Badass with two dollar signs for the S's. <laughs> Lil. I'm glad to see the Lil is back. Lil Yachty. Yes, Lil Yachty is a big fella these days. Uh, I, I saw him. He's touring around here as well at some point. Is it? What about uh, Pusha T? I'm familiar with the Pusha T, I believe. <laughs> you, know, you know Pusha? I've, I've heard a little Pusha in my day. Oh, this guy's out of place. This has got to be a white guy. Timmy Trumpet? I don't, I'm, I don't know the Timmy Trumpet yet. <laughs> I'm already not a fan. Not going to lie. I don't think I like anyone who likes Timmy Trumpet, actually. I don't trust you. Let me just say, I don't trust you. Don't... If you're riding around right now listening to Timmy Trumpet, I got some questions about you, fella. Oh, you know who is playing? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Hey, yeah. th- dude, I'm tell- I think they always play Lollapalooza. Kendrick Lamar is going to be there. All right. How do I know him? He's a famous young man. He, he fucked the Kardashian, right? Hasn't everyone at this point, Mike? I mean, no, but he was on, like dude. the one in the video. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to determine who's a Kardashian, who's fucking who. <laughs> like, uh, if you fuck Caitlyn Jenner, does that count as fucking a Kardashian? I have no idea. No, that's a Jenner. I know. I just like to bring up Bruce. But isn't, uh, no, but you, you brought up a great point because isn't the ugly one a Jenner? Well, if Bruce Jenner is now Caitlyn Jenner and a chick, oh, they're uh, yeah. I just look. I don't Frank, know. Frank, Caitlyn saying. Jenner is the uh, woman of the year. One of the most beautiful women we have in the <laughs> right. I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking about his ugly daughter that was born with a vagina <laughs> and a great set of tits. <laughs> Dude, did you hear about Afro Man? I cannot wait. Afro Man, great, great man. First off, everybody remembers Afro Man because I got high, right? Uh, so Afro Man, uh, apparently, I wasn't too hip to the news on this one, but he got raided by the cops, I guess, in Ohio, and uh, he has security cameras in his house, and then they have him at the police station. Apparently, he he got all the camera footage of the arrest and like him being booked and all this stuff. And then he made a music video of all of it. And then now he's being sued by the police department. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, because it was That's a bo- fucking hilarious. It was, it was a botched arrest. And so they're suing oh. him because they're making them look really stupid. 
So, oh, that's genius. Yeah, dude. You know what the greatest part is? He's got the best defense of anybody in court. Oh, your honor, it's because I got high. Yeah! <laughs> your honor, I was also going to clean my room. <laughs> but I got high, you know? It's genius. It was, I wrote it down 30 years ago. It's never failed me. What did they raid him for? What are you doing raiding Afro, man? I don't know. You know, some, sometimes you really do hear a story where you're like, yeah, they just didn't like him because he's black. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah. Sometimes you feel for the black man, you know? Brothers, we got you sometimes. I'm, I, I, you hey, know? I'm not saying that stuff doesn't go down. I'm just not a fan of thinking uh, it's indoctrinated in all systems everywhere all the time. No, but when you raid Afro, man, you know, when you shoot Tupac right on the strip. Oh, you think the cops shot Tupac? Oh, who else? Really? You think it was the cops? <clears throat> no, no, I told it on a previous episode. I think Tupac and Biggie are next to JFK in a cell. Yeah, I, that's right. It's one of the They're creepiest still alive. theories. Still alive. I think Tupac's alive. He's hanging in Cuba. I'm telling you. Mm. There's a lot of yeah, evidence. never that good. A lot of evidence. They don't let you get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> you're dealing with real evil people I'm talking like ah, man. Clinton level evil no way know? Biggie's still alive He, if he wasn't shot he would have definitely had like a heart attack or something he was probably the one they couldn't keep alive <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> no matter what diet they put him on he kept gaining weight they don't know how it happened <laughs> who's sneaking Biggie donuts <laughs> We keep finding Snickers wrappers. What's going on? Oh my god! You're hungry. Why wait? <laughs> yeah, sometimes black men don't get a fair shake. You know, I'm gonna give it to you. I agree, uh, and I actually would say, uh, you know, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Afro Man probably didn't get a fair shake here. He probably didn't deserve whatever happened to him. I think Afro Man maybe got a little targeted. Also, you know, when you are Afro Man, I'm sure people catch wind that you're doing Afro Man activities in your Afro Man residence. Well, well you want to know what my honest to God my first question is? <laughs> Have you fucked any white women recently? <laughs> I bet you're one of these cops. You might have fucked one of their wives, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, if we're to learn anything from where was that cop beating that everyone forgot about because of... <laughs> yeah, nobody talks about that Georgia where the Scorpion unit attacked this black man who happened to be fucking working with one of their wives. And some... Oh, my God, dude. Like, yeah, even... dude, nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah, what, Fra Frank, what? Fra Brianna Taylor, say her name, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, I like oh that n-word in Georgia that they beat up for having sex with one of their wives don't no, forget about that Frank let's talk oh about uh, God, George Floyd man. they like honestly I can't even believe how they buried that one. Oh, they buried it dude you know that made them look real bad you know that the, the reason that story disappeared is because those guys attacked it was a plan <laughs> 
some poor little white kid who was new on the force calls into dispatch that he's pulling over the car. And then the scorpion unit shows up and beats this dude to death. That's unbelievable. <laughs> they tried to push it so hard, it, like it was some systemic thing, and it was just a targeted, localized hit. That's yeah. all it was. It was a hit job. Don't fuck a cop's wife. They take it serious. <laughs> They're not like pilots. Did you ever hear about that with the pilots? What goes on with the pilots? Do they hold some sort of grudge? Is there a uh, That's vendetta? where swinging comes from. Really? The whole like thing of swinging comes from, uh, supposedly, the story goes, it comes from uh, like the original Air Force fighter pilots because wow. they had such a they had such a low life expectancy. Like they just they they would all they started swinging, and it was because then you knew who would take care of your wife and kids when you were gone. Wow. Yeah, it's better to know who your wife's fucking and that she's gonna be in good hands. That's crazy. Yeah. I never knew about that. Yeah, supposedly it comes from officers in the Air Force. All well, right, man. Officers in the Air Corps, because back then Air Corps was part of the Army. And these are the That's badass it. dudes who are going out there and uh, getting into the fights with the other planes? Well, when the Air Corps was part of the Army, they had mostly penises, and then uh, now it's the <laughs> Air Force. Right. <laughs> They're their own branch, mostly vaginas. Uh <laughs> well, uh, I mean, honestly, folks, right now, these days, watch yourself when you're flying. Watch your behavior. Uh, because if you get out of line, now you don't have to just be some crazed terrorist holding a box cutter trying to fly the plane into the World Trade Center. I can't believe we still have to believe that story, but uh, no, 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 no. Box cutters. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. No, now uh, all you have to be is just, uh, well, a little bit unruly. Their safety has to come first. On the steps of the Capitol, flight attendants came to plead for help and tell their stories of being attacked by passengers. Southwest flight attendant Jennifer Vitalo. I was um, hit in the head, knocked to the ground. Cher Taylor from Frontier Airlines was trying to stop an assault. The racial slurs continued as passengers separated. I'm still haunted by this incident. Americans Pete Enrique's oh, attacked on a the flight best part from is Miami this is run London. by Eric Swallow. Despite an end to the controversial mask <laughs> mandate, the FAA investigated 831 cases of unruly passengers last year. Did you catch how he phrased that? Despite the end to the controversial mask mandate, they still had violence. So he's saying there that they accept the fact that there was violence. <laughs> Against these people because of the masks. They accept that. And now they're saying, but despite we let go of the masks, we, still had, we had this much more violence. Yeah. You know? like, right. right. They're like, hey, there's a huge uptick in violence. And these guys were like, oh, yeah, of course, the idiot. We're forcing them to wear masks. We're putting masks on two-year-olds, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy punched you in the face. Of course he did. <laughs> and then they took off the mask. Yeah, maybe it's the fact that you're... Canceling flights. I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of shit going on, but uh, <clears throat> I just think people are more hostile. Uh, people are nuts no, now. I think people, people are just don't know crazy. how to act for some reason right now. I'm telling. I said yes. it before, dude. Yes, we used to have a 
uh, an unspoken agreement. One of the things that kills me is we're kind of heading towards a place where we have to have everything written down. You know what I mean? I go back to the uh, condo with the pool. So yes. our grandpa buys a condo. It's got a pool. We're so excited. We're in Florida for the first time. We go to this pool. You know, there's a list. There's a there's a list of rules. There's like four rules, right? Like you have to have appropriate swimwear. No diving. You know what I mean? There's no like running. Four basic rules. No glassware. Yeah, man. No glassware. Yeah, we're so excited. We're fucking doing cannonballs. Yeah. We're having a great time. Next year we come back. That list is like 12 shits long. That's like, right, no, man. No cannonball. It literally might have said no Frank and Tony. Like, yes. It didn't want us, right? And then the next year, it was literally, no joke, two placards. <laughs> it took up the whole <laughs> fence. That's right. <laughs> it yeah, ran man. out of fence. There were so many rules. And yeah. they literally had to go two placards. That's right, dude. This is not a joke. <laughs> like, that's where we're heading with society, though, is like, you just Everything gotta spell has to it be out. written down. <laughs> it used to be it used to be an unspoken rule. Like, you know, everybody just knows you're not supposed to run at the pool. But now we have to write it down. Absolutely. You know, you know it used to be an unspoken rule. Uh the plane lands, it docks to the airport, and yes. you sit patiently like an adult in your seat and you wait. Until your turn has arrived to get up, get into the aisle, grab your stuff, and go. Now, we have a bunch of fucking assholes who just decide the second the plane has landed, I'm going to stand in the middle of the aisle so you can sniff my ass for 20 minutes. Or, or how about the light is yellow for the oncoming traffic, so my light is about to turn green. And you are now about to start crossing the fucking street. <laughs> no, I have a theory with no. the vaccines and people's depth perception. At least right? walk a little fucking faster. <laughs> at least fucking speed it up. I'm not even asking for a double tap. Can I? Can I get 1.5? Give me a 50% increase in your normal speed, no, and I will. I live in a heavily vaccinated uh, area, and I'm telling you. People's depth perception is completely fucking warped, and I will be driving on an open road, all lanes in all directions, totally open, and I will see a guy at a stop sign waiting and waiting and waiting, and then right before we are about to collide, he goes for it, man. Yeah, he guns it, yeah. yeah. For no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. He could have gone for an hour or yeah. waited for an hour. Nope, right when I'm about to hit him, now I'm going to fucking gun it, baby. So I think people are just fucking retarded. The only thing in this world that is worse than a bad decision is no decision. So the longer you prolong that decision to go, the worse this is going to turn out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) You might have been wrong to go, but if you went right away, uh, you know, it was mitigated. We had enough room to slow down and everything. But the fact that you, like, delayed it, you know, you hesitated, you waited, now you're going to go, oh, now it's a disaster. And then if you hit me, I'm going to get out of my car and I'm going to fight you. That's all that's going to happen. I'm just going to come out swinging fisticuffs, man, because I, I, that, you, you, you pushed me too far. That's how you know Frank lives in, in uh, Denver. You hit me in Chicago, I'm running. That's yeah, right. Gun, man. You're gonna fucking shoot the shit out of me, dude. 
<laughs> well, no. I assume if someone drives like that, they are some sort of blue-haired LGBT sandwich person in a Prius, and uh, uh, you know, uh, we live in different neighborhoods. No, never concerned about somebody those. that was on their phone. You know who you're driving alongside. Here you got the uh, you got the blue hairs, uh, blue hairs in the Priuses, and then uh, you got the uh, the "Don't Tread on Me" sticker dudes and the uh, giant Tacomas. You know what I'm saying? There's there's nobody, and then you have me, the uh, lesbian guy in the uh, Subaru, <laughs> in the Subaru, yeah. <laughs> lesbian dude, lady fella. I like to go by lady fella. <laughs> Can I tell you the funniest thing about uh, skinny jeans I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> Are we talking skinny jeans here? Absolutely, man. Hell skinny yeah. Skinny jeans, dude. So uh, in my class, we're doing welding. Nice. And uh, the funniest part of um, I always I've said it before, the shop teacher, the guy who does like the shop, he's like, he's just like this old Polish guy. You know what I mean? He's like, he's really big. He's like this old Polish guy. You can just tell, no matter what we do, we are letting him down. You, know? <laughs> you are disappointing this man you know what i mean oh yeah because he's like an old school guy who's just like not impressed by anything you can say or do you you're, know you're getting a straight ted cruz from this man oh worse it's like ted <laughs> cruz's dad you know i can't even imagine what that guy was like ted not impressed cruz no this is ted disappointed oh even worse oh he's just always disappointed could never do right all of our questions are so stupid. You, know, you, just, you can see it in his face. <laughs> but uh, he was talking about when we when we're welding, dude. The worst thing that could happen. It happened to me a long time ago. Is a spark goes into your boot, and because it fucking you can't get your boot off. So oh this thing is just, man, dude, this thing is just burning the shit out of your 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 boot. And what everybody does instinctually, I did it. Is you try to get it with your finger. You try to dig your finger in there and get it, but as soon as you touch it, your finger burns. So now your fucking foot is still burning. Now your finger's burning, and you gotta like literally take a breath, untie your boot. <laughs> you know, you didn't, nobody says out loud. Uh, there's a spark in my boot. <laughs> right? That's my best Woody. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no, there was nobody around when it happened to no. me. All right. but anyways, it's the worst thing that could ever happen. I still have a crazy scar on my ankle from it. And, wow, uh, really? That's that bad? Is it like a chunk of metal? Or uh, what? Yeah, it's a piece of fucking molten metal that wow, flies man. off yeah. that goes into your boot. Crazy. So that's why he was like really big on you can't wear skinny jeans because it doesn't go around the boot. It's like you, got, you should cover that in, flap. Yeah, man. Because the new thing is like these, you know, you're, you know. And when he was talking, it was so funny because, like, while he was explaining it, he was looking at the one female in the class, and her pants were, are female jeans, so sure. they go in, into the boot, oh, you know. Yeah. They're, but then he like looked around, and there's like four guys that have the same same pants, <laughs> and the look of disappointment on his face. <laughs> we're all thinking the same thing, fella. 
Sorry, my friend. <laughs> that, guy, that guy could not hang his head any lower and shake it. He shook his... That was a, a head shake felt around the world, dude, of just this society has died. <laughs> yeah. Skinny I, jeans, dude. If you're I a man, agree. don't wear them. The, uh, the society has gone downhill, and we're heading to a point where... Um, what they want to do is if you are accosting them or fighting people on these planes, uh, which Mike, you've seen fights go on. Emma has seen them. Uh, I have witnessed arguments occur. You know, what's crazy is they want to start no fly listing people like they're terrorists. And I think this has kind of a bit of a scary implication if you were to kind of uh, think, you know, cast a wider net on uh, where it could go. Year, more than two each day, compared to 146 cases in all of 2019. Most recently, a passenger allegedly tried to stab a flight attendant in the neck. Lester, FAA Chief Billy Nolan you, with Lester. If you act up in flight, we're going to come after you. While airlines routinely ban disruptive passengers, new bipartisan legislation would create a national no-fly list managed by the TSA. A passenger banned on one airline would be banned on all. If you commit violence in the skies, you will no longer fly. Hey, Swalwell, you can't say anything if you're banging Chinese spies, dude. Yeah, you should be banned from everything in America. I feel like he shouldn't be allowed to, you know, be in Congress. Right? Shouldn't no, no, uh, banging no. a spy be, you know, a disqualifier for, you know, serving? No Jan 6th, uh, quote-unquote, insurrectionist should serve a single day longer than Eric Swalwell. <laughs> like, who's really more of a threat, right? Swalwell getting on board with the no-fly list. I think this is all a ploy, secretly, so he can get rid of Fang Fang. He needs to get her out of here. And uh, he's just going to get her on the no-fly list. <laughs> She can't come, can't come back to the country. She's going to be number one. Number one, no fly list. And for those Fang talking Fang. about Fang Fang, I have learned my lesson. It's only Russian hookers from here. <laughs> I'm friends with Hunter now. Uh, and so... <laughs> I don't fuck Malia. Uh, I think this is kind of crazy, though, only because... Uh, we could cut it there. I think it just kind of trails a bit. But, no, no, um, you can go ahead. I gotta hear it. I, uh, I yeah, hear right, it. Well. That those people can never come anywhere near any airport <laughs> in this country ever again. While the White House, flight attendants, and pilots unions support a national do-not-fly list, some but not all airlines are on board. The question now, will Congress pass the legislation? Okay, so why I find it interesting is because White House supports it, uh, the airline support it. You know who supported uh, something that nobody else did? Congress, uh, the people, uh, masks. But the airlines and Biden supported it. And so what freaks me out is <clears throat> the next time these uh, creatures want to try and, you know, install some draconian style rules on us where we have to mask our two-year-olds on the flights again, uh, and you disagree with it, and have maybe, let's say, a slight altercation or a verbal disagreement with the flight attendants, they can then probably throw you onto a fucking no-fly list. Absolutely, dude. This is, this is we've already, dude, 
So my point being is the, they're the using no <clears throat> the no fly list used to be after nine eleven. Yes, just because you were like a terrorist. Yes. Now it's just because you got into a fight with another passenger on a plane. Right. And again, and, and I see where you guys are now. You guys keep itching and itching. To, you're inching towards the credit system. Yes. The social credit. The system. digital social credit system. Absolutely. That's, you guys are dying to do it. Where just like China. Dude, China is fucking scary. You know you can't leave your area in China? Yes, it's called 15-minute cities. They want to implement that here, man. And here's the thing, right? Like, so, Frank, you live in Denver. You're assigned to Denver. Yeah, that's so right. So you want to move to Chicago? Fine. You can, you can go ahead. <laughs> but in Chicago, you don't have the right to work. You cannot go to any of the hospitals. That's socialized medicine right there, guys. Exactly. You You're, could only yes. go to the... Frank, you could live anywhere you want, but you could only go to the hospitals in Denver. Yeah, but what if I really want to go and get me one of them delicious Italian cheesy beefs, my man? No, you can go ahead, but, you know, you got to get a visa from the government. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah, can I even pay for it? I can't... Uh, I don't have the right money. Is uh, the same money as you guys, right? Uh, Shit. Uh, maybe. It's a bummer. I don't like this society yeah. too much. And, uh... But there's good news, Frank. Because uh, in, this, in, this, in this kind of community, you actually never left Chicago because you weren't allowed to. <laughs> so you don't even need to come home to your family. You never left your family. Wow. So, you know. Well, congratulations, people. This is the future we are welcoming for us, our children, probably the children, I imagine. I don't know if they can get this going too fast, or maybe they can. It sounds like they want to destroy the banking system sooner rather than later i saw or rather heard a clip of uh whoever runs the banking uh situation in the eu and she was implying that their digital banking system is going to go into effect in october wow you think so for real that's what she that's her words and so that's in wow. europe you can only imagine we are tied financially to what goes on in Europe. Uh, I'm not saying that she's saying that <clears throat> the the physical monetary system will be eliminated and it'll be a full go, but I can see them starting it and phasing it. And also, or also, if you will, mm. I do believe major market crashes tend to occur in October. Correct. I don't know. So I, I could see them crashing the market it's in the October. Of, it's the end of the fiscal year, so it makes sense. So I could see them crashing things down in October. You could uh, swing in the yen with its gold-backed standard and, uh, you know, destroy America, and uh, everybody else could be happy. I did hear a long time ago that uh, you'll never get rid of the dollar for the same reason you'll never fix the border. This is interesting. Best, Why, man? <laughs> best lobbyists are paid by the cartels. Wow. And you gotta have cash for drugs and guns. Wow. Yeah. The, that's crazy. It's, the, you just it's, really, mind, it's, it's, literally, yeah. it's literally the only reason we kept the war on drugs going so long. I'm not even kidding, but even just guns... Yeah, dude, war itself, man. Like... Uh, 
Holy oh, crap. You, how are you going to fund anything? How are you going to fund this uh, terrorist group to fight the government in Nicaragua or uh, also, know, Nigeria? How are you going to send billions in cash <laughs> to Zelensky and his mooks to launder through if you don't have cash to fucking send over there? Yeah. It's like, dude, they, they need cash. So the cartels are lobbying. It's like, it's, dude, it's all, it's just a scam. It's all. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I think. see the, the cycle. It's a scam. So I think the biggest problem people have is they can, nobody knows how to really like zoom out and just see the whole like. Yes. The whole, you know. Absolutely. Why does Putin not make sense to you people is because you're looking at him from like the point of view of an American who, I don't know, you got to look at like the whole world view. He's trying to tap into their business. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Absolutely. I no, I think you're right on the money. And, and, well, and you people don't realize you, you're the suckers in the, you know, in the Well, equation. here's the sucker. Here are the suckers. And I, I think what we're kind of staring down is kind of what we witnessed Essentially, with the vaccines and the passports, uh, what we get about thirty percent, maybe more, of the population here in America, gung ho, totally all in on their vaccine digital passports. Right? I know they had it hard uh, going in uh, Chicago. I, they dabbled in it here, but I never came across it myself in Denver. Uh, I think you could end up getting a nice chunk of the population, at least people in the major cities, to fully embrace, if they haven't already, uh, the digital monetary system. And then, meanwhile, in the more rural areas, you'll probably still have the the cash-based stuff going on. It's going to be really hard to get rid of cash. Yeah, I don't A think, lot of people just that's like what I'm saying. It. I don't think they can get rid of cash. Uh. Well, and the the one big downfall for the Democrats is supposedly your big thing is you love the the immigrants. Dude, their whole their whole life is cash. Well, it, Mike, man, maybe they want to. Maybe uh, Alex Jones is right. Right? Maybe they want to enslave us and uh, get us on these digital cards. <laughs> everybody, you know what I'm saying? Alex Jones, the only guy who's been right for the past three years. Well, Frank, are you an idiot? That's what I'm saying, dude. Well, <laughs> are you talking about the guy who massacred those kids at Sandy Hook? <laughs> that's right. That, yeah, the psychopath. Uh, <laughs> it does kind of seem like we're staring down a potential, here we go, we're going to enslave humanity, and you're all going to be on these digital, you know, passports. Mm. And you aren't right social credit system you speak out against the government or you don't take the vaccine didn't wear your mask well you can't ride the plane oh we're losing a credit every episode we're negative credits yeah that's uh, yeah did i tell you how like good joe biden looks today i think he's starting to come around (laughs) did you see the video of him uh the voice is frightening i again I think they're just admitting to the AI stuff now because uh, other countries are going to start, uh, you know, announcing that Joe Biden's dead, and we've just been seeing an AI version of Joe Biden. Oh, he's a historic president, Frank. He's the first AI, <laughs> and his code was written in black. 
Whoa! By a lesbian. Oh, man. <laughs> That's oh, why he no. malfunctions. Oh, I I can't handle that. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking of codes and uh, malfunctioning, if you will, uh, I'm not too big on this topic, and I guess we should be probably. There's this thing called the Restrict Act going down in Congress or the Senate. Are you familiar with it at all? Frank, are you going to make me tuck it away? Everybody... I want you all to get ready to tuck it in. Tuck her down. And tuck it out. Because we are going <laughs> to get tucked. And I know, I never, I'm sorry. I I haven't heard of this, no. Yeah, so apparently this Restrict Act, they're trying to pass. They're What I'm getting at is this hoopla over TikTok is the fact, is basically over the idea that our companies can't match what TikTok is, and therefore we're not collecting as much data as TikTok is, and so we want to stop TikTok. And so we're uh, passing the restrictions. I thought it was action. because it would make AOC irrelevant if we got rid of TikTok. No, we need AOC and TikTok. <laughs> uh, and so, but I could be wrong, but uh, the Restrict Act is supposed to get rid of TikTok or... Essentially, what I understand is the Restrict Act is designed to, uh, you know, stop us from getting access to apps and things like that that are made in foreign countries. So hmm. we're basically entering an era of total re- restriction and complete uh, censorship, kind of like. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you might not, you might not believe this, but I might be on board with this. All right, I think you might be. I actually thought so you would be. I always, I so I when I was in Qatar, yeah, man. One of the things everybody's talked about was like how shitty they were. Like, dude, you wouldn't believe it. If you want to open a company in Qatar, if you want to open a business in Qatar, you have to have a Qatari sponsor, and he has to own fifty-one percent. Wow. So, like, even mobile, they open a gas station in Qatar. They got them there. That mobile gas station is 51% owned by a Qatari. Wow. Same thing with the Papa John's, the, you know, all that. Right? Yeah, man. And everybody kind of everybody shit on that. I think we should do that. I, you know, I got... I like that. We keep going down these res- more censorship... Uh, yeah, I, but you're gonna be a, you're gonna be an American company. You're gonna be in America. You should be you should be owned by an American. I don't, I don't want chi- like one of the problems we have. China's coming over here and starting companies. You know? Yeah, no, you're right in the money. All right, interesting. All right, well, uh, let's listen. Talk- you want to come here and open up a company, and you're from China? Fine, but an American's gonna own fifty one percent. Oh, that way, okay, yeah, I that I dig that. You know, yeah. That way, the minute you... Because, listen, they're, they're like, oh, Congress is going to call in the guy from TikTok who's going to explain why uh, they're not sending information to China. The guy's name is Shunglong Li, and he's going to fucking... Dude, the guy... Oh, we are not sending any information to China. Yeah, you are, asshole. If I go to your Thanksgiving goddamn dinner, which you don't even have because you don't believe in Thanksgiving, but if you did, there'd be no Americans. <laughs> 
All Chinese. <laughs> You're working for the goddamn Chinese. You're Chinese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. We need a we need a fifty one percent. That way, the minute the, you know, that way you have a guy who's like, "Hey, Sheng Sheng Li, uh, I noticed you're sending this information to China. I own fifty one percent. You're fired. The whole board is. You know what I mean? I agree. We should apply the fifty one percent rule even to drivers for Diane Feinstein and hookers for Eric Swalwell. Right. Oh, no, uh, across the board. 50, yes. and they need to be fifty-one <laughs> oh, percent American yeah. and, and wives of congressmen. I'm That's, sorry, yeah. Mitch. sorry, Mitch McConnell, but you're part. <laughs> you're part of that crew too, buddy. No, no, no. You can still be married to her, but America owns fifty-one percent of it. <laughs> <laughs> and rules. all your children. Rules are rules, pal. <laughs> I, I didn't write them. <laughs> <laughs> I just work here, guy. Where do you go from here? All right, let's talk about the Restrict Act. Get ready to tuck yourselves. I never thought that we would be in this position. We've criticized TikTok pretty consistently for a number of years now, and certainly the government of China. But this does seem like an effort to make us more like China, not an effort to push back against China. This is why God, it's so hard to tuck. I like like China. All right, dude. Why is it so hard to clip you, man? This is why we have an... Uh, I'm sorry for breaking the no-tuck rule. Yeah. I've watched the Republican Party over the last two or three years, with my support, be very concerned, increasingly so, about the ability of the U.S. government to control what it is that we hear and see and can do on the Internet. That's what the Twitter files were about. That's what all Even Tucker's interviewing concerning the We've 2016 and 2020 elections. And now Greenwald. the Republican Party, along with the Democratic Party, oh, wants to sorry, Glenn. Dude, your voice threw me off, an man. extraordinary power, which is to ban social media platforms that Americans are choosing to use. 150 million Americans choose to use TikTok. Maybe we should educate them not to. No one's forcing them to. Some are children. Many are adults. You showed some of those. That is an extraordinary power. And what is really ironic about it as well is that for years, China and Iran and Russia were accused of being despotic because they wanted to ban Google and Facebook and other U.S. tech companies and yeah. did so based on many of these same claims. Those companies are really just propagandizing propagandizing. I, I see – stop it. I got to stop it. I don't see anything – no, no. I really don't see anything wrong. I'm being – listen. When China says they don't want Google in their country, I 100% understand. You want to know why? I know for a fact China does not have the same ideological beliefs as the people that work at Google. That's right. And they probably don't want the, the search results being skewed towards the <laughs> ideological beliefs of San Francisco. Mike, we you know what I mean? on this show don't have the same ideological beliefs as Google. Oh, I wish I could ban Google from Chicago. <laughs> we need to get Google out of this country, man. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> can I join G? Where's G? You know, I'm going to the right hospital. Uh, no, but you know what I'm saying. I I, I don't think it's wrong. Just like when take. you know, in, I dig it. Dude, I really like people your don't want to talk about the fact that Twitter, Google, all these, all of these companies, they, you know, they they make concessions to these foreign countries, especially in like the Middle East and Asia, where they don't act like they do here. To operate in Saudi Arabia, you cannot allow the same things you allow on your platform that you do in America. Right? Yeah, so, man. I, I don't know. If, 
we should be the same. We should be the same way. You know? Yeah, totally. I, uh, I guess, uh, my big thing with it is I was reading some, you know, blurbs about it and there was a lot of mentioning how this is kind of the digitized version of the uh, Patriot Act. And maybe that's more of a uh, kind of sensationalized, uh, you know, way to express it. But it, dude, the shit that's going on at TikTok is, I mean, here's where I, I was kind of part of part of the agreement <laughs> is that when you log into your Wi-Fi at home yeah. and you have TikTok, they now have access. I got it to, to everything on that Wi-Fi. Sure. I, here's my one opposition to your take, which is. Uh, we've recently opened up nationwide, especially locally here in Colorado, uh, gambling and online gambling and sport gambling is huge. Now you can't watch any sporting event on television without not only the commercial for DraftKings, but the DraftKings being underneath the game as it's being played with showing odds for different bets you can make in real time. We've entered that phase here. Now, if you create an environment where you don't allow people to access online platforms, like let's just say a gambling app that exists in a European country that maybe has more favorable odds for the better rather than the house, as opposed to DraftKings and the other stuff that's American-based that is very rigged for the house. Do you know what I'm saying? So a lot of people may have the ability and the means to, through VPNs and other whatever, uh, to access these apps and make these bets that are a little more favorable for them, and then they can, you know what I'm saying, play money and get money in foreign markets, which I I personally know people who do this. And so... I don't have, and this is where I would push back. On and that. that's why I think, well, now we're talking about restricting people's ability to gamble. Not at all. Not Wh- at all. Why are you so into letting people gamble here, but now all of a sudden you're not going to let them grab an app from Sweden where they get better odds on the basketball game? Exactly. So I would argue, I, I <clears throat> Frank. You want to you want to bet on uh, was it dick sucking Sweden whatever dot com? <laughs> yeah, right? How'd you know? They got yeah, the better yeah, odds. Yeah, DSS right. dick, yeah. Sucking, yeah, dick sucking Sweden. That's what they do. They best got the there. best odds on yeah, the basketball. That's right. I Frank, I want you to bet on dick sucking Sweden. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I want you on there. And dick sucking Sweden. <laughs> you know? I don't think you like you Sweden. Got, <laughs> I hate Sweden. You got. Uh, I should have picked a different example. Let's do know, Germany. <laughs> you got, you know, Switzer Doodle Von Duken running the show over there in Sweden. Uh, do you know my bookie? Uh, how'd you Yeah, uh... that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I want Dicker Von Steuben to own 100% of the Swedish gambling on Swedish right. dick suckers. Oh, yeah. Right? Sure. I want him to own it. He owns 100%. I also would love for you to come to America and allow my brother Frank to bet on it. Here's the thing. You're going to have to have a subsidiary company, and 51% of it will be owned by an American named uh, Dick Trout. What was that guy's name? Mike Trout. 
But Mike Trout. I like Dick Trout better. I hope Dick he, Trout is way more American, I right? Hope he Dick names, Trout. He needs to name his son Robert, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Richard. Richard Trout, and oh, that's then a great uh, name. yeah, Dick Trout. Wow, so, that is powerful sounding. Yeah, so Von Steuben, you come over here and you open it up. You open up a subsidiary, and now <laughs> Dick Trout is going to own 51. percent So when Frank bets with you know Swedish whatever in America. Fifty-one percent is is controlled and owned by this American. I can't get over Dick Trout. You lost me now. I can't. I can't think straight. It's like well, Frank with a name like Dick Trout. It's hard to get over a man. That's like the most powerful manly name I think I've ever heard in my life. The name's Trout. Dick Trout. Dick Trout. <laughs> I got that name when it was bitten off by a trout. <laughs> Dick- now, now it's not so oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Now it's a tranny story. <laughs> You'll see it on VH1. Yeah, uh, I got it cut off by a doctor. <laughs> now I seek revenge. You'll see it in the AMC, John Wick 4. <laughs> China banned this new movie. It's the this is fucking great. You're gonna love this. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know out there, the characters from the Winnie the Pooh series are uh are now public domain. Anyone can use them. Uh, they're over a hundred years old or whatever the time frame is, and so they made a horror movie that's coming out this year where it's these two killers dressed as Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, and they, like, murder people. That's genius. It's fantastic. I, I can't wait to see it. And so, uh, anyways... Although, I gotta say, once again, you know who's left out? Eeyore? No. Oh. Nobody, <laughs> loves, nobody loves Eeyore. You know, you're, so, you're psycho, Frank. You're psycho. Well, wait till you see the sequel with the rapist, Tigger. It's terrible. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a horrible movie. Worst part about cheetahs is it happens too fast. <laughs> uh, so you got Winnie the Pooh, and uh, I actually don't think Tigger's available or Eeyore yet. Oh, and Tigger was a tiger. Yeah, yeah, I think he was later on, but um, <laughs> he transitioned. <laughs> Anyways, predictably, uh, the movie is banned in China, man. <laughs> Of course, of course. Because anything resembling Winnie the Pooh is banned in China because of the long-standing, absolutely spot-on, totally fucking hilarious idea that Xi Jinping resembles Winnie the Pooh. And he does. 100%. He looks just like him. It's And everybody take note at that leader's inability to take a joke. And then look at how nobody jokes on Joe Biden or the camel. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. It's so easy. Oh, yeah. You're right, though. Xi Jinping, very poo-like. He's quite the poo uh, man. Uh, I like the the comparison. 
There was a clip floating around. It was a hot mic on Joe Biden. Uh, kind of depressing, I am going to say, actually. <clears throat> it was his... I totally want to hear The blue check mark? The guy, yes. You know, the guy uh... walking him down the aisle and telling him, and do you hear Biden? Like, hey there, ladies and gents. Like, he... <laughs> He's no, he's gone, dude. The guy helping him, and he's like, "Yes, sir," but just uh, the blue check mark. Yes, yeah, Uh, yeah, I'll help you. Uh, I will guide you to the people afterwards, but we'll hit. And then Joe Biden literally repeats it, like, "I'm gonna go to my blue check mark." (laughs) Yeah, man. Oh, Oh, yeah, dude. Dude, the fact that they have to repeat blue, and like, oh god, dude, the guy. He's walking with them, describing their movements in real time, man. And you got to think, like, a guy with dementia, like, you're walking out into this. That's why they have to have everything with small crowds. They can't have huge crowds for this dude. That would be so scary. I got to tell you, man, it actually kind of it really bothered me. Our other, we had an episode the other day where I called out the fact that he read emphasize. Yes. That really bothered me when I heard it again on our podcast. Really? For those that don't know, I'm just like drunk and stoned, and then like the next day, I like can't believe what I said. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what really bothered me was I listened to it later in the day, and I had heard that clip maybe four times, and I like, and then I heard that podcast review it and talk about it. Nobody even talked about the fact that he read the cue to emphasize. Wow, nobody and mentioned it. Nobody mentioned it. And I'm not saying I'm a genius who was the only one to notice it. No, no, no. No, no, no. Everyone noticed it. Everybody noticed it. Yeah, man. Nobody's even talking about it. Left or right. Which means you've gotten to the point of like, we can't even really talk about Like, Mom and dad will still talk about how Donald Trump has dementia. <laughs> and, yeah. it's, and it's kind of fine. And the left can still do that because you could find clips where it proves it wrong. But sure. If, yeah. But if the right keeps talking about how the president of the United States of America has dementia. Like, it's almost like, okay... We've gotten to the point where it's so obvious we can't even talk about it because it's going to put us at a security risk. Yeah, I think it's a huge security risk. It's a huge weakness. But doesn't it make sense that all the things that are unfolding currently on an international scale are doing so because the people internationally know through their own intelligence Mm. that Biden is a fucking zombie? So, like, three weeks ago, I downloaded uh, Al Jazeera app. Yeah, man. I haven't watched Al Jazeera, read their news. And... <laughs> if you're an American, don't download it. You're going to be so terrified at what the world sees America as. Really? Right How are they viewing yes. us? What, <laughs> what is the We're the paper tiger. Paper tiger. Yeah, you never heard that? Uh, explain. Oh, man, I am a certified idiot, as you know. Ah, oh, now you're gonna. I'm too drunk to explain it. I, oh. I right as I said that, I forgot who said it, but they said it about America, and it was that the fact that we're a paper tiger, meaning 
you know, we're big and scary. We're a big, scary tiger, but we're made out of paper. We got these nuclear weapons. We got these aircraft carriers. We got these subs. But are we ever really going to pull the trigger? Well, not with the people, you know, behind the trigger currently. Uh, we're in- you know, everybody, <laughs> there's a very big emphasis on, like, the people who are joining the military and, like, do we really have the fighting force that we have? You know what I mean? It's oh like, man, I'm I'm absolutely <laughs> concerned. I've been bringing it up on the show a lot because uh, it seems you know, like we're completely softened uh, uh, th- to the have. core. We have, but let me tell you, let me tell you something. There's there's one thing that the United States military is better at than any any anything that's ever existed in the world before: making soldiers. All right, man. I believe you can send them the weak and they will turn them into soldiers. I have seen the fat, the weak, the lazy. I've seen them turn into soldiers.